Part 3, Posh's Remarks on How to Live Your Life Posh passed away on July 25, 2008. Although he is gone, his inspiring words remain with us. While Posh did his best to face his fate with optimism, he inevitably felt the pain of not being able to accompany his young kids and provide them with guidance in the future. Therefore, he left many comments on how to live your life, including things that he thought should be taught to his kids over the twenty years to come, hoping that one day his grown-up kids could see them. Most of those remarks originate from how Posh lived his life, in particular about how he and his mother communicated, his attitudes toward work, and how to face failure. Let's review some of his major points here. First, let's take a look at some anecdotes from him and his mother. His mother liked to call him Randolph, but he didn't like it. As a teen, he began to confront his mother, but it didn't work. By the time he went to college, his mother still called him Randolph Posh in her letters to him, so he wrote on the envelope no such person at this address and had the letters sent back unopened. His mom finally gave in, and started to address him as our Posh on envelopes, which Posh would then open. But every time his mother called, she would call him Randolph again. Gradually, Posh realized that it was better putting up with his mother than forcing her to change. There was also something Posh did that never fails to annoy his mother, tipping back in his chair. She would scold him every time he did it, complaining that it would break the chair. One day, his mother gave him a final warning, and Posh promised that he would pay to replace the entire set of table and chairs if he broke the chair. His mother never scolded him again. As time passed by, Posh still liked to lean on his chair, and his mother gave in to his behavior. Such experiences made Posh aware that necessary surrenders and avoidance of conflict are the right things to do with one's family members. In addition, Posh also gave some suggestions for attitudes at work, including faithfulness, earnestness, and courage. Posh believed that the best way of unleashing one's potential is to dream big, just like how the moon landing had inspired so many Americans. In the summer of 1969, men set foot on the moon for the first time in history. Posh, who was just eight years old, only got to see the moment from a photo his father had taken of their television. And he always kept this photo as a treasured memento. It made him believe that anything is possible. While it's important to dream big, what matters more is finding ways to make dreams come true. Here lies the significance of earnestness. Posh emphasized that it's more meaningful to be an earnest person than to be a hip person. People often underestimate the value of earnestness. Being hip may attract more attention, but it's just a short-term effect. A hip person is no more than an awkward follower, but what an earnest person does can have a lasting influence on generations to come. Posh had high respect for earnest people. When he was interviewing people to work for him, he sometimes found a candidate had been an Eagle Scout. He'd almost always try to hire that person because he knew that to be an Eagle Scout, one must be earnest, a rare and highly valuable quality. Besides dreaming big and being earnest, Posh also benefited a lot from his courage to raise questions. According to Posh, when you have doubts or want to achieve something, the quickest way to solve the problem is to ask directly. Posh once accomplished something that left him feeling very proud of himself, getting to know Fred Brooks Jr. Brooks, 
who is one of the most highly regarded computer scientists in the world, and was teaching at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Though he never knew Brooks in person, Posh took the courage to send him an email, in which he said that he'd like to drive down to visit Brooks at the University of North Carolina. He hoped that he could have 30 minutes of conversation with him. Brooks agreed without hesitation, and they talked for 90 minutes when they met. Eventually, Brooks became a lifelong mentor to Posh. Several years later, Brooks invited Posh to give a speech at the University of North Carolina. It was on this trip that Posh met the most important person in his life, Jai, and it seemed to be a special award for his courage. Lastly, Posh shared his thoughts on failure. Is failure or not getting what you want necessarily a bad thing? The answer is no. Posh told us that we can gain experience when we fail to achieve what we wish for. When he was teaching the course Building Virtual Worlds, Posh often encouraged his students to challenge difficult tasks. By the end of the semester, he would give the first Penguin Award, a stuffed penguin, to the team that took the risk to try new ideas or new techniques but failed. The idea was to award glorious failure. The idea of this award came from the notion that when a group of penguins is about to jump into water where predators might lurk, there must be a penguin that jumps first, and it's worthwhile to award the first penguin for the risk it took. Winners of the first penguin award had creative ideas and bold imagination, and they were definitely going somewhere. According to Posh, there are numerous failed products every year in the entertainment industry, and not every product in research can make it to the market. While successful product creators are highly valued, those who failed are to be valued more. Those who know the taste of failure know how to stop similar mistakes from happening again, they learn from their failures. An experience happens to be the most valuable thing.